Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with a Hitman. Yo, everybody. Everyone's good. Hope everyone's well. Today, we have a good special piece. The special piece isn't on Triple H, isn't on CM Punk, isn't on Anton's bum buddy, Shawn Michaels. It's on the great tag team. Personally, and it's not because they're black, but they're a tag team in which I think actually was successful over a decade. A bit more, obviously, a decade or more. The Heart of Heat, Booker T and Stevie Ray, or back in the day, Colin Kane. <laughs> yes, <laughs> originally. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Colin Kane. I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because when I think of Booker T and Stevie Ray, most people, m- me personally, I think of both of them. I know a lot of people think, oh, yeah, you know, Booker T, because obviously mm. he's the more successful one. Yeah. But, but as a team, I just thought there was a good team. Yes, mm. I wouldn't say, you know, like Steve Ray is the most technical and everything, but again, in a bad way, it's not it's not always about that. It's not always about that. No, the I think, guy, I think mm, the, the guy was funny. I thought he was funny, mm. but also you see when he needs to be serious, he was a badass. Yeah. I think I think Booker T was always the more sort of he was the more polished performer. He was the more charismatic wrestler, like the way oh, yeah. he wrestled. And he, he was he was definitely the better of the two. Oh, I, gosh, yeah. I feel. But like you say, yeah, something like for Steve Ray, he was very basic in what he did. Mm. But at, at the same time, he looked like he looked like a a threat. Like he looked like yeah. a danger. He looked like he'd battering. Yeah, he, he kept it simple. Yeah, with his punches and stuff. He did a little, yeah, almost like a bit of Kung Fu. Bam! Like yeah. just like clubbing the you. Elbows, and, yeah, the elbows, elbows in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, he was so similar to how we've said about other teams. Like yeah, like with the Heart Foundation. It's obviously it was. I think Anvil was better than Stevie Ray, but oh yeah. yeah. At the same time, like. Bret Hart was a superior actual wrestler of the team, same as Booker yeah. T was, but then Stevie Ray complimented him by being different. Mm. And yeah, so when they did their big tag team moves, like the Doomsday Device, but with a drop kick, like yeah. he's, he's the man who lifts him up on the shoulders. Oh, yeah. He's the power guy. He's the one that, you know, you bring in. So when they're mixing up with like Hall and Nash, he's, mm. he can match them size for size. Mm. So he brought that to the table. Whereas Booker T was a big guy as well, but he wasn't. What, 6'2? Yeah. Only six two. That's tall. <laughs> yeah, he's tall and he was built. But Stevie oh, yeah. Ray was obviously the bigger, bulkier six, guy. Five. Yeah, he had he had the he felt like more like the power man that would come in mm. and deal with him. So yeah, yeah, Stevie Ray played his part mm. in Harlem Heat. Uh, definitely, Booker T was this. He is the one that sort of like when you think of Harlem Heat and you think of Booker T because he he was the superior one in the team and you yeah. knew he was kind of like the breakout one. Yeah, and he and he did break out. Yeah, in a big way. But yeah, no, they both both brought a lot to the table as a unit. Mm. See, I think when I look at the Harlem Heat, obviously my my me first watching them was WCW. Mm. But I, I didn't even realize I, I didn't realize until I think I watched what was it? Was it when um what was it when you remember when Booker T won the WCW title? Yeah from Jeff Jarrett or the, the whole Jeff Jarrett debacle. Yeah. And I remember hearing something about how like they were training, they were trained, they, they was in global, global mm. uh, wrestling federation. Yeah, you have any experience. Yeah. Well, mm. I didn't know. Basically, they were trained by um, Ivan Pusky. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't know that I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd heard, like, because you'd read, like, biographies and stuff like that. So I knew, the, yeah. like, the, I mean, I, I first saw them in, when you said about Cole and Kane, I saw yeah. them as that version of Harlem yeah. Heat in WCW 93. Mm. That's when I first saw them. But And then mm. they disappeared for a short while and they came back oh, as, yeah. as Harlem Heat with the Booker T, Stevie Ray names. And Sister uh, Shirley. Yeah, yeah, it was just a sherry. <laughs> but that's the, so I, I would have heard, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen them as the Ebony experience that time. I've seen no, some, no. some clips of it since. On, oh, yeah. At the time, yeah. So I probably, I possibly, yeah, I think I would have heard about, like, read about it. Mm. 
at the time because they were yeah because they were from, from Houston when they from yeah. Texas yeah despite but they're built builders from Harlem New York yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I didn't know nothing that's <laughs> I just Harlem here I just took it yeah I don't yeah. think I didn't think no no oh they're they're not New Yorkers it's like yeah, yeah. and yeah but yeah it's it's I mean it could have been Houston Heat but I think Harlem Heat obviously yeah, it's, got, just... it's got the ghetto thing to it and mm. just yeah it's like a real rough part of uh, of New York and it is yeah. like yeah it's it's associated with black culture. Yeah, in a big way. So yeah, that's why they. That's why they did that. Yeah. yeah. I think, like I said, seeing them from no, okay, find that they obviously they were trained by Ivan Pusky, mm. but Pusky, 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 because they pus the Polish power. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> his son, bless his son. Yeah. Did his, did his son get injured? You know what? Sorry, we're, we're going off here. Sorry, I apologize. That's the. Yeah, you you just gonna say about his, like, yeah. his patella yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah Brian yeah. Christopher. Yeah, another one. See. I went off there, people, but again, it's what I do. You know, it's game. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I've seen a couple of things from you know GWF, mm. but I'll be honest, I haven't seen much. No, but I think the little that I do know, I know they were tag team champions, which is mm. good. Yeah. Um, who is it? What's it? Uh, what's, what do you call him? Is it Scandal Akbar? Yeah, Ge- I, I, I General Scandor yeah. Akbar. Yeah, he was... the thing is, I, I've heard his name many times, and I think I, I know who he is as such. He's big but from think... like like independent, like world class championship yeah. wrestling as well. He would have been That's like a big yeah feuding with the Von Erichs and stuff like that. He mm. was he's somebody that I would have like heard of. He was never because mm. he never really like he never featured in WWF or WCW. So it's like, no. but he was a big name from like the the small the independents and stuff the and world class. Mm. Mm. Because obviously, yeah, that, that was before my time. World class mm. sort of gone under. But he was yeah. big. I think even like Cactus Jack would have mixed with him like on the indies and stuff. And I think mm. Cactus Jack was in uh, G- GWF as well. Globally. He was. Yeah. He was. So, him and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, because I think if he had some, it might have been uh, Devastation Inc. or something like that. Was he Skander Akbar's like, group? It was, yeah. Yeah. So I remember reading, because I remember like, you know, when you used to get the old wrestling magazines. And I used to like, <laughs> read about he was managing like one man gang. Mm. Yeah, you know, in in all these, you know, ah, like so that name come up a lot, Skander Akbar. Mm. So yeah, he was very. He, he never got featured in a big way on like the big, yeah, no. WWF, WCW, but he was, yeah, he was a big player. Mm. Again, I, I think you know, I said looking at the GWF, like I said, for me personally, I've I've only seen a few matches of that, but from what I saw of them, you could see yes, they were raw, mm. but they had, but they had, it's like the thing where you say they have something. Mm. It's something there. Yeah. And I know what was it? I know that obviously they had a few tag teams there. Uh, there was the Stallions. I know you had the Bad Breed, which was, you know, Axel and Ian Rotten and other mm. teams like that. I'll be honest, I've never been a fan of Axel and Ian Rotten personally. But again, I know the big, you know, the big hardcore ECW crowd loved them. So I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. But I think, for, like I said, for me, and I think for them, obviously, when they came WCW, that's when they really started to, you know, that's when they really... Well, not yeah. not not right off the back. No, no, no. I was yeah. going to say when, when they, they first came. It when was they like, first came in, yeah, with those sort of like cloth, like that slave. Oh god. Yeah, with like the cloth, I, the cloth top sort of crop yeah. top type thing. They, yeah, I mean they were they were very much like they weren't. Yeah, cut off, wasn't it? I cut I, I don't. Yeah, I think that was that <laughs> yeah. was un, like not televised though. That no, was, no, 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 no. That was the apparently like you heard that Sid suggested yeah. that they like you know be sort of yeah plantation like because he's like a plantation owner isn't he colonel rob yeah. parker and it's almost like yeah. you say like like yeah he brings them out in chains mm. but that didn't that, that never made tv so i don't think they were associated no. with colonel parker no, in no. that in that period like on tv because I, I remember booker t and steve ray doing like interview years ago one of the yeah. um, shoot interviews and i think steve ray said about how if um he at first because obviously when they got in they did it for a short period of time but he said that how he went to who is it? Went to Bishop or something and said, "Nope, that you know, 
basically, you know, we're two badass guys sort of thing, but also we're not gonna, you know, give into this stupid stereotype of, you know, yeah. the racial thing. Which I give which again, I give them I give both of them credit for because again at, at that time there weren't much, you know, black people no and black yeah. guys within those, you know, two companies. Yeah. And really if you just say no, it's like, well, you can say no, you're but actually yeah, you potentially you're get fired. a spot. Yeah. But but I, me, I give them big credit for it. Because mm. I'm black, if there were two white guys and said, you know, I don't want to do English thing or you know, Jewish mm. people or Arab people, it doesn't matter who it is, stand, stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I think during that period they weren't of because uh, I mean they were in a war games, like yeah, it was, yeah, well, but they weren't of, like, they weren't presented as lot of caliber, they were very much like they weren't one of the top teams and they would lose. Mm. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't really featured in a big way, but they I mean yeah they did get in a war games match with was it Sid and Vader? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That was the the Shockmaster. Yeah, <laughs> the, the buckle. Oh bless him, bless him. <laughs> you know that match? I, I don't think that match was bad. I actually, I actually liked it personally. I liked it. Mm. I liked it. But I was going to say that like, for like, for you, when was your first kind of interaction? Obviously, you know you saw you know. Colin Kane that thing, but it's like, you know, what was your, what was your, your feeling when you first kind of saw him? I, I liked it. I thought, because I always liked that, um, like the flames and stuff like that. I thought they yeah. looked cool. I did think they looked cool. I liked mm. the, yeah, like the, the, the name, like I've, but I, I only saw little bits of them because back then you couldn't get pay-per-views at WCW. No. And yeah, I mean, you got one, like one weekly show on ITV on a Saturday. So we got mm. like worldwide. So you'd mm. see occasionally, but I didn't, I, I read about them in Power Slam as well, and they weren't very high on them. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't get too like. I like. I like. Like I said, I like the look of them. Yeah. I, I like the name, but they didn't seem to be doing much. For mm. yeah, because I would have seen even less of them being. I weren't seeing pay per views or, mm. or yeah, WWE Saturday Night or anything like that. So really, that like I knew of them. Like yeah, and the name was Colin Colin Kane. Yep. But they were yeah. I I can't really recall. I couldn't really say. Oh, I remember a specific match. Because I don't think I would have seen them in many competitive matches. Because it was it, again worldwide would have been like the, the squash matches of the day. No. They might have had a feature match or two, but I didn't mm. really get to, so that first like the, the initial run in WCW, I didn't really no. see much of them. It would have been when they sort of like started up again, sort of in '94. Then when yeah. they kind of rebranded a little bit, mm. that's when I that's first like, started seeing them properly. Mm. I think the first one, like you said, the first one really. For, for me personally, the first one that I can really think of was uh, the War Games match. That match, I know, you know that match, I yeah. like Yeah, I mean, I've I seen that retrospectively. One. Yeah, of course, same thing. Yeah. But I think from what I can remember, okay, yeah, the War Games sort of thing. And really after that, when I think about it, I would say, you know, they had a few matches, quite a few matches sort of thing, but nothing really spectacular. Mm. But like you said, when they, you know, came back, you know, uh, 94 Class of Champions. Yeah, it's kind of like they didn't really go away as such, but they, like, they weren't very featured. And then they kind of, like, just repackaged it, like, renamed yeah. them. And and, it yeah. just, and they changed the look a little bit, didn't they? They went with those sort of, uh, mm. like, changed like the up. The, yeah, like with the, the dashiki, that, the dashiki kind of, hit, you know, headgear and everything. I like that personally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I can't remember if they had that music originally, like, when they were Cole and Kane. No, they didn't. They didn't. They no, didn't. but I know but, when they started like having it. Yeah, I I never used to, like. <laughs> I never. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I I used to. Yeah. I didn't know they would say yes, yes, yes. No, yeah. no, no. I just think that this, 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 and I was like trying to work out what they're saying. This is what. Because <laughs> it's like this, this, this. Go, go, go. I was like, gold is this is gold. Like I didn't. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really understand what it was <laughs> until a long time later. Like when you hear their lyrics, was it's just yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. 
<laughs> so yeah, I don't think that was in there. For, but that, they, so they had the music again. So I like the look. I like yeah, the, yeah, like the flame stuff. I like the you know the the music. Mm. And it just yeah. So that's that second time, like when they kind of rebranded, then they started to feel like okay, like they're a good they're a good team. She mm. said that uh, Sherry as well, sensational Sherry, Sherry Martel. As sister I thought Sherry. she was great. I personally, mm. I thought she was she, great for the yeah, team. Yeah, she, she added a lot. Oh, oh gosh, and I think it's Booker T and Stevie have always said that you know if it wasn't really for her, kind of putting her kind of not a bad way, putting her st- uh, star appeal. Still say star appeal. Star uh, star appeal, mm. but also her presence. Also, just the way she was talking as well. I yeah. personally think if it wasn't for her, they probably just just been never just tagged him. Just after work, yeah. Yeah, a lot of times a manager does add that, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's and it's because she's she was recognised. You say like she was oh, known, yeah. known from the WWF and in WWE she'd been with Ric Flair and she took bumps as well. She took bumps. Yeah, exactly. She was and she, she was fly. Gosh, she was flying all over the place. And she would always suit her wrestler. Like yes, because even with them, like she you know became sister Sherry sister and she's Sherry. like yeah, so she's. <laughs> And like previously, like with Shawn Michaels, she became he, yeah, like he dressed like in his yeah. his style when it was she was with the Million Dollar Man. She like dressed in his mm. like yeah with the, the type of costume that suited him. And then yeah. like same with Randy Savage when she was the the Queen. Do you know mm. that? So she always like made a point like a bit like Jimmy Hart as well, where yeah. he would he like he'd have the different jacket for the different wrestlers. He dressed like the Mountie for the Mountie and oh yeah honky tonk. You know what I mean? It's like he did change it up for all these wrestlers. She did the set like she's with a wrestler. She, mm. she's not just yeah i mean bobby heenan was bobby heenan oh yeah regardless but sherry yeah. would like really sort of yeah hone herself in on that team or mm. wrestler and that's what made yeah that that added to them as well so she really felt like a, a part of the package mm. uh, you know i was gonna say she again they joined well they joined, they joined back they repackaged themselves as harlem heat 94 class champions I even though it's weird, I've seen Clash of Champions that you know that one, mm. but I don't I don't actually remember the match there, but the nasty boys. I don't remember that one personally. I don't remember that at all. But I do remember the match with um Starcade 94, mm. which is um was it Hogan, Vader, and Sting and Sting in it main event. Uh Starcade, I thought that was Hogan and uh oh, no, no, Butcher. Butcher. No, no, say Hogan and Butcher, that's it. Yeah, and, and Vader confronted him backstage. Yes, yeah. Because that's no, that's one figured off. It was, it was, what was it? Um, no, who is it? It was, uh, so I think, apologize, people. I know people are going to say, oh, you should know this. Vader beat uh, Jimmy Doug- Jim Duggan. That's what it was. Yeah, the US, the US belt. Yeah. Because I kept, I kept saying, Triple Freight. It wasn't Triple Freight. It's like, yeah, I know he won the US title. And obviously, watched it, ret- obviously watched it retrospectively. I thought, my gosh, like, you know, the guy's US champion. The guy must, obviously, he's a killer. No one can beat him. <laughs> no one can beat him. No one can touch him. Yeah, but but in terms of the match match wise, I know this match. Again, I've seen the Nasty Boys Harlem Heat. This one we obviously won. You know, the Nasty Boys won by DQ and everything. That match I've seen, and I've also seen when they actually beat him for the tag belts. But in terms of Harley, you know, Harley Heat, Harlem Heat, and the Nasty Boys. Yeah, I think they actually was a good match against each other. They had lots of matches, didn't they? I mean, that was, that was a big series. That was kind of like yeah, yeah like sort of throughout 94, 95, Even 95 yeah. Yeah, I think by 90, maybe a little, a couple of matches, ninety six, but ninety five, yeah, and yeah, end of ninety four, like ninety five, they were pretty much all the time on pay per views and mm. big specials and that. And yeah, they were. I mean, as you say they they were because they obviously it's like um, teams from the streets as well. They had yeah. like street fight stuff because obviously Nasty Boys are like street punks. Yeah, and yeah, Harlem Heat from Harlem, like mm. yeah, it was it was like the 
it made sense. It matched mm. up, and it were like nasty boys with brawlers. Mm. Um, he had like with Booker T, they had a bit more finesse, but mm. yeah, they, they were good. I mean, and I think that's the thing. I think when you like Harlem Heat, one of the good things for for them because in the in the nineties, like the yeah, it wasn't the golden age of like tag team wrestling. No, it was becoming uh, a lot where just hmm? well, well, I won't say it's a golden age, but it's where you you get like these. How would you say? I won't call it magical, but you get like big star names tagging each other. Well, that's but what I was going to say. I, but you don't like that. Yeah. You don't like that. Though, no, I, I was going to say it, it felt more like just throw teams together for a short while, like put two singles guys together, like proper established tag teams and the great tag teams. Oh yeah, no. I'd kind of like yeah, it felt like especially in the WWF at that point. Whew. It it changed, you know, like from going mm. from when you had the Heart Foundation, Demolition, Rockers, Legion of Doom, like just mm. yeah, lots of really top tag teams, but in a way like. WCW, because for a, here, I mean, they got the Steiner brothers back at one point, had the yep. Road Warriors, Nasty Stars Boys. and Stripes, even though they're for a little bit. Well, little I, was, little I was trying to like list tag teams yeah, that have got some real like pedigree, <laughs> like have been known. You know what? Like, you know, the, the reason why I had to put them there is because I like Stars obviously. and Stripes. I like uh, I did. I, I, I like, yeah, I didn't. You'll be ready. No, I think back, in, back in the day, yeah. I thought Marcus Bangle was a bit of a, eh. So no, like, but he was good. And I liked the Patriots <laughs> as well. And I thought as a team, yeah, they, they were a good team. But they weren't together. Yeah. yeah, they weren't together too long. I preferred them to the American Mouse. Oh gosh, yeah. American Mouse. American Mouse. <laughs> American, American Mouse. Mouse. American Mouse. <laughs> that's you know, I'll be honest, that's why WCW for a long time was behind WWF. WWF was cheesy. Mm. But American Mouse. I was like, who's who, who likes this team? I, I just never I mean I, I remember when it first <laughs> happened. I was just thinking to myself, like, how lame is that? Because the majority of the roster is American and a male. Yeah. It's like it's not like you're, you know, like we are, we are American males. Yeah, most of them, are, most of them are, but they're not calling themselves American males. Yeah, it was a lame, like try basically say, say like, yeah, they're they're hot, they're sex, like the sexical males. Yeah. but it just sounds lame. Like, come up with something better, like, American men. <laughs> like basically, that's what yeah. it's like. American men. Oh, these, yeah. these are the American men. What are all the rest? Virtual American <laughs> men as well. Yeah, even at, yeah, yeah, even about fifteen years old. That's lame. That's crap. Yeah, no. American males come up with something a bit better than that. No, I agree. You know, you said you was. I apologize. You were saying about <laughs> well, they would have. They would have. They would have wrestled. Brothers. You said Stanley Brothers. You had uh, who else? You said yeah. Yeah, Stanley Brothers, had... Road Warriors, Nasty yeah. Boys. Like you yeah. had. You, they are like definitely the Steiners and the Road Warriors. I'd oh, say like, sure. two, two of the greatest tag teams of all time. Mm. Like yeah, I think that should be undisputed. Nasty Boys, you can make an argument for them being the top. I like them. The I don't, you, you don't like them. You don't. I like don't. Them. I, I don't like disappoint. I don't put them like they'd be way down my list. I'd list a lot of teams higher than mm. than with the Nasty Boys. Fair enough. But Fair I don't. Yeah, you know, they were good. That's the thing. They they were at that point. They were former WWF tag team champions. They'd been w- say, yeah. WCW tag team champions. Yeah, they'd been around for quite a few years. They'd mixed it up with the Steiners, Heart Foundation, mm. Road Warriors, etc. You know, so they and Rockers. They. They done it, yeah. And like we talked about when we did the Heart Foundation episode, they would have like, yeah, they they had a bit of a, a history in the AWA as well, which I I wasn't aware of when they first came into the WWF. Mm. So they, they weren't a, no, they weren't a hot, they weren't a terrible tag team, like mm. they were, yeah, and they were a successful tag team. So yeah. that's my point. Like, yeah, at that point, you still had quite a lot of, um, yeah, some of the some of the great tags. So there was, yeah, WCW did make more of an effort with their tag team division still to be, mm. you know, like where's Where's WWF? You had only a couple of good tag teams at a time mm. by that point, you know, like in some like, yeah. And it just wasn't, it wasn't on par with what it used to be. No. You know, like, no. yeah, you look at say uh, after Money Inc. Like, and even mm-hmm. then it's like, you only had a couple of teams, like 
So you'd have like the Quebecers and the Steiner brothers. And that's yeah. it. Like you got you still got the Bushwhackers hanging around. You got the smoking guns, which were oh, much better. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's awful. like that's the that's the depth of your tag team. At least like WCW, you've got Harlem Heat, Nasty Boys. I say, yeah, I, I even I thought Stars and Strikes were better than like American Mouse. Yeah, that's true. But even that you had the, like you had depth because you had Public Enemy. That's true. Yeah, you know, and the outsiders formed a team, and they were mm. yeah. I know there were two singles guys, but they had a unit like they made sense. They were part of the NWO. They'd had history. Yeah. So yeah, and they did feel like a yeah. And I, I'm not not against the idea of like two singles guys and dream teams and stuff like that. Nah, don't go there. Don't when go I, there. I'll go there because I like it. I do. Look, but I, when but I, I, think, I told I think you that's about a lazy option. Mm. No, remember '98. I, I was going to the old '98 one, Stone Cold Undertaker, and you said yeah, about but that, how. Yeah, but that's not that's different. And even then, it's still intact. But if you if you use it as a trope, and that's all you do, you just keep relying on that. That's yeah. a problem. That's what I'm saying. Like it can be, you know, Hogan and Savage, the Mega Powers. Yeah, big. Yeah, but yeah, they, they never They never attacked no, us. No, they never fought for them. They would have done if they wanted them. Mm. But I'm saying that so that isn't a bad. But at the same time, the tag team division should mean something as well, and and the art of tag team wrestling. You're basically saying, really, like, you know, tag team, tag team championships are just for when two, you know, two guys fancy it. Well, kind of thing. would you, would you have said Kane and again, well, again, people, I know it's Harlem Heat, but again, it all divulges back to where we're going. Would you say Kane and Mankind was a tag team? Yeah, they had a, I mean, obviously, two scary guys. They're managed by Paul Bearer. They're two like horror movie type guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, if you do like, like I say, like that's dangerous. But you still would expect some a really good tag team to be able to beat them. Because you, you, yeah, you got to use your teamwork on these two. Kane and are, Mankind. Yeah, well, Road Warriors okay. should be able to beat him. Kane, WF champion. Steiner, and Man- oh, Steiner okay, brothers yeah. should be able to beat him. Kane and Mankind. Really? What, Steiner brothers? No. Are you joking? Okay. Big pop, big pop, a bump. No, I know, but I'm saying Kane being a big monster. Yeah, but Scott, show, Steiner, WF champ- Scott Steiner what, can chuck people around. What, WF champion Steiner. Kane and everything? Yeah. Like, you know, what, okay. one day rain, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pick it up here. Pick it up with No, at the end of the day, they felt like big, you know, big time tag teams. The hard thing no, is you would expect, you know, like again, they because they're not big, you know, Anvil's big, but not super big. Mm. You would expect them, they're at a disadvantage in terms of, yeah, but overall, your teamwork will bring you through. The fact that these yeah, two guys no. aren't used to teamwork yeah. and you cut off the ring and all that kind of stuff, it's like, okay, mm. so that's how you. Beat that, yeah. Singles wrestling is supposed to be different from tag team wrestling. Just oh yeah, we just do the singles, and it don't matter about the technique. People like Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard made it feel like it's an oh, awesome. yeah. and oh, it yeah. is about keeping, uh, you know, keeping the fresh man in and cutting mm. off the team, which two singles guys shouldn't really be able to do very well. True. And that's where they come a cropper. So in the singles match, yeah, Kane versus one of one half of the tag team and Mankind versus one half of the tag team most likely would win. Yeah. But when you put the team together, the unit that can overcome be. two great oh. singles st- stars, and that's. Okay. That's how that's how the logic should be. Now, okay, you redeemed yourself. Yeah, you redeemed yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <Fair> enough. <laughs> so, and you did have like because you had like Sting and Davy Boy as yeah, I remember. That's like a superpowered tag team, and that yeah, you know, again, they're two good guys that unite, and they got you know like they're, they're they were the superpowers, and they fought like Vader and Sid, and then they would fight yeah. other. Yeah, they, they would. Yeah, remember they they came together to fight the Masters. No, I remember. I'm saying, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember. and then they would have other tag matches. They might, might have fought Harlem Heat at one point. Mm. And fought the nasty boys and stuff like that. So yeah, like you can have two singles guy, and that's part of the appeal. Oh, I want to see them two team up, and they could be a really good team. But you know what yeah, you've got to be a good team. You can't just I be was... oh, the two good singles guys teaming up. You, 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 you know, what I think because when you first started, you had those established tag teams. So but compared mm. to when I first started, yes, they were tag teams, but I was so used to seeing these two large names coming together and literally destroying the tag team. Yeah, I just but, assumed yeah, that it was like, well, 
again, even though I yeah. love tag team wrestling, I just thought, well, a tag team wrestler should be able to beat two single guys. But if you got the two, like let's say, yeah, like I said Stone Cold Undertaker, Stone Cold Undertaker, or Kane Mankind, it's like, no, there's no way New Age Outlaws can beat these these two. No way. Yeah, but that's in, in the theory, laziness of it. That's the no, laziness. I know, I know, but I'm saying in theory, it's like Stone Cold Undertaker, they, they're great single wrestlers as a tag team. Ah, unstoppable. But that, you mean that, that's, that, that was what yeah, but if they, can't, if they can't work together very well and they don't under, yeah, like they're eventually going to get worn out and imagine if you can keep Stone Cold in the ring the whole time and he can't get out to Undertaker mm. eventually yeah like that's saying I think the booking spoiled you because you no, came, you watched yeah, it yeah. in a period where yeah tag teams weren't they weren't the great tag teams they didn't treat tag no. teams as that important it was no. more like typically yeah two singles guys the favourite like the match of the month yeah will team together and beat the tag team champs and you also yeah. had that period where like handicaps Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, one wrestler <laughs> will beat two wrestlers like no problem. Yep. It became yeah, like, and that, that's the thing. Even going into like like the the late eighty, you had that like the mega powers would have just like wiped through. Yeah. Have, like if they'd put. Did they beat like, Hakeem Hakeem and Bossman? Yeah, and that almost turned into a handicap when Randy Savage like walked off. Yeah, you remember? And yeah. Left Hogan, and then he only beats Bossman. Like yeah, Bossman yeah. and Hakeem single handedly. Like, okay, <laughs> supposed to be a tag team. Supposed to be yeah. dangerous two men. Like, nope. Big advantage, but no, you take care of them and go and shoot Savage out. Yep, but yeah, so it's not like it wasn't, uh, yeah. But typically, they kept that apart, so you yeah. didn't often see like the. T- and if you saw two megastars team up, like Hogan and Warrior, or like mm. they would, they would fight another two singles guys, so, like Hogan and Savage fought DiBiase and Andre. Well, they're yeah. not an established team either. The Mega no. Bucks and Hogan and Warrior fought Mr. Perfect and the Genius. They're mm. aligned, but they're not a, like a, a top tag team. So it's not like j- typically they'd have the Mega Powers or. Hogan and Warrior run through the powers of pain or demolition or, you know, mm. like the, the, the top tag teams. You just keep them apart. If they'd have booked it, you know what would have happened. Hogan and Savage, yeah. Hogan and Warrior would have beat them. But yeah. they kept it apart. And so you could have that, you know, and then you can have that mystique of, oh, yeah, but if they fought the tag team, the tag team mm. should be able to, you know, like ultimately if they use their tag team smarts, mm. they can conquer these two unbeatable singles guys. Mm. So, yeah. So the point yeah, being... Yeah. Yeah, but I think WCW still had some established like mm. top tag teams around during the Harlem Heat sort of yeah run where they were because like you said they were, they were together like they had a good consistent run from probably about ninety four to ninety seven ninety eight ninety eight I think yeah. Booker started going yeah. more sort of singles so that's like ninety four ninety five ninety six ninety seven ninety eight almost that's a good yeah, run that's yeah a good over run. over four years like consistent yeah. and working with all those tag teams in between so they got yeah they got a really good run there and like said, Nasty Boys were one they're like perennial adversaries i was gonna say because i actually forgot to, to add as well that when i saw them win i think it was like the second tag team title run they had but i forgot to mention that they beat stars of stripes for mm. their first times of world tag team titles that yeah. i forgot because again i don't actually think i've seen it i, I probably have seen it but i can't remember to my head that's yeah. why I didn't, didn't mention it but yeah i, I sorry apologize. but i know they had that and everything but like i said when i started to watch them Obviously, yes, I saw you know the start um kind of champions, Starcade uh, five, uncensored. I see I've seen all these matches, the Slamboree one. I've seen all those matches, which is good. I think for me, there was kind of one bit of the team that I didn't really like. And it was basically when they was facing um Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck. The stud stable. I because I think I, I again I could be wrong, but when I looked at like Dick Slater, I thought he was always racist. It's even when I was a kid, I was like, Yeah, there's something odd about him. And again, my uncle just always say, Oh, you see this team, they're racist, go see the kind of Parker thing. <laughs> again, Marcos believed again, they believed it. So it's like, yeah. And yeah. just saying about his look, I was like, yeah. And again, Bunkhouse Buck is what, what Dick Murdoch. Dick Murdoch, isn't it? No. Uh, not Dick Murdoch. Um not Dick Murdoch. Yeah, what was no 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 no. 
No, who am I thinking of? Who was it again? It was um, who was it? His name was Jimmy Golden. He he'd been like an in, independent star, like for the like in, in Florida and place like that. So who am I thinking of then? There was there is Dick Murdoch. He's no, I know Dick Murdoch. But Dirty Dick Murdoch. But... That's it. No, he was in, he was in WWF in it. I forgot. Sorry, I apologize. He, yeah, he appeared in a Royal Rumble. And... Yeah. Say people. And, and, and in the early days, like yeah. WWF, he would have been. I'm getting my I'm getting my dirty dicks all messed up. Getting your dirty, <laughs> dirty wrestling. <laughs> I'm getting all mixed up. See, but again, we keep this in basically to show you, you know what? Yes, I do like being professional. Again, as, as you know, I'm supposed to. Yes, I am a journalist, but at the same time, we add these little mistakes to show you, you know what? We're human, mm. you know. But that I think, like I said, that feud, I was like, yeah, I didn't really like it because I thought, you know, you had this racist team and everything. And next thing you know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, they beat them. Yeah. But then, but but didn't didn't um didn't they basically beat didn't uh Slip and Buck beat them as well at one point? If I remember, didn't they beat them at one point again or? Well, beat Harlem Heat. Yeah, I know they beat them a couple of times. I mean, yeah, it probably went back and forth. I mean, yeah. it weren't it weren't a great feud, but I mean they were no, 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 no. they weren't no. a great tag team like nah, Dick, nah. Dick Slayer and Bunkhouse Buck because I think originally like you'd have had like Terry Funk mixed up with the Stud Stable, but then he kind of he he went to like ECW. Yeah, so once uh, Terry like dropped out of that storyline the mm. studs table just sort of like carried on with bunkhouse buck and day dick i think obviously yeah. with terry funk in there it would have been a better oh gosh much better yeah matches matches would have been yeah him and dirty dick together or him and bunkhouse but i don't they weren't i mean yeah they just didn't do much no i don't think they did personally. As, as a team though no yeah it's just that that brawling no brawling t- yeah i mean yeah it was an, it was another team they just didn't feel like a big you know yeah, Terry Funk would have brought a lot more to the table mm. for them, but yeah, they were they were just another. But that's yeah, and it's I mean the fact that they won the tag team belts. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. At that point, you didn't have you, the Steiner brothers hadn't reappeared yet. I don't think. No, they didn't. Because they came like in was it ninety six? Was it ninety six? I think it was because you no, had no. like. Hmm. I think it was because they, yeah, because like with uh, the Road Warriors just showed up, like they mm. they showed up at a Clash of the Champions, like with their blue Actually. shoulder pads, and yeah. then just randomly the Steiner brothers reappeared, like on the Nitro. But we're yeah. jumping ahead, so yeah, I mean, yeah. at this point, like, but then you had like the Blue Bloods coming up, uh, Steve Regal, oh, yeah, well, Steve Regal and Beautiful <laughs> Bobby, which I like yeah. the idea of them because obviously, yeah, like Beautiful Bobby was good, really good. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, and him and Regal together, and they had, yeah, they were doing the vignettes and stuff but then they didn't really I, I yeah I thought they would be a possibly with a, the tag team champions I like the team you know it's weird because I, I'm surprised that they wasn't because again obviously most people know him as William Regal but mm. basically it was like the William Regal gimmick before William Regal yeah. you know yeah. as, as Steve Regal I thought it was pretty cool it was a snob they yeah. looked at basically I always said that you know Regal has a face that you want to punch you want to punch he was, yeah he was good with his mannerisms <laughs> and stuff he had that he carried that off with that yeah that I, yeah, and I, I do feel like that. Yeah, that that was suited for tag teams as well. I think oh gosh, really, yeah. like and having the odd couple type thing where he's bringing Bobby Eaton, like Earl of Eaton. Yep. It was. I, I thought that. Yeah. So you added that tag team. It's a. It's a mm. good. Another good tag team. You still yeah. had the nasty. Because really, like the backbone of the tag team division at first was Nasty Boys and Harlem Heat. Yeah. Then say so you've got Bunkhouse Buck and and Dick Slater. Then you've got yeah. the Blue Bloods coming together. Yep. But by like. Yeah, I think um, we said like the feud with Nasty Boys. You had the Uncensored, the first Uncensored yeah. in '95, and it was like um, a street fight or Fool's Canyon or something, something like that. And it's like they had yeah. a they were fighting into the concession stand. 
I loved it. <laughs> I loved it's it. Different, yeah, it's different for yeah. that. Yeah, something you didn't get all the time. That yeah. Well, the Nuts Boys had a couple it. with like Cactus Jack and like mm. a couple of years, like the year prior. Cool. Well, yeah. Cactus Jack is Max Payne. And yeah, and Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. At one point, Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. So yeah. Nasty Boys had started to do a bit of that in WW, but it was mm. still wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't what we now we used to like brawling all over the ring and stuff back then. That was like rare in, in mm. like March '95. So that yeah, they had that feud going on um, towards the end of '95. So they they lost the tag team belts. They got them back. Yeah, they regained you, the belts. I was gonna say, do you remember that period? Because I think I remember seeing a period where you had um, was it Colonel Parker with the Hard Heat for a little while. Which yeah, because he was in a like a love crime, like a love affair with Sherry. It, it's weird, isn't it? Because <laughs> I, me, I, I'll be honest. Again, I was a much younger man back then, and again, even as a, even as a grown man now, I can say. I always thought that Sherry was, or no, I won't say she was like beautiful, but I thought, you know what? She's actually an attractive woman. Like, again, in a way, again, I feel like I'm kind of bringing up, I feel like I'm bringing up and bringing it back down again. She is, I thought, you know, she was an attractive woman, mm. but it's like she kind of knew basically when to kind of like bring herself up to make her look, you know, you know, uh, really, really nice. Sometimes we kind of make herself look a bit gruff, but she still has something about her. Mm. And, I, and I kept thinking, why would Sherry be of you? <laughs> Nothing against him. I was like, okay, you have money. Again, obviously, we know he has money there. So but for yeah. what should we have you for? And for some reason, again, this shows basically my naivety back then. More like, what was it, 97, 98 sort of thing. I always thought Sherry was with Booker T. Mm. It's stupid. I always thought she was a Booker T. So I thought, Booker, why are you letting this, this man try to take your woman? Yeah. <laughs> was, was that the storyline or no? No, it was never okay. sort of implied <laughs> that she was okay. with Booker T. Fair enough. Okay, never mind. She was, oh. just, she was their sister. No, I know, but I, 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 again, I, know. <laughs> I always assumed that, you know. <laughs> I know if you were a cousin, was thought, well, you know, she's with Booker T, so why is Booker T standing like, like an idiot, just letting this man <laughs> take his woman? But again, if, if that wasn't so, then maybe no, it's, it's, it's never implied that she was actually in a relationship with any of the, either okay. of those two. She was just their yeah. manager, she was their sister. Sister you Sherry. See people, this, this is what wrestling does to you. You watch so much standards, you watch so much <laughs> Wilmington Steel dramas that you think whatever a woman's part of the tag team, yep, she's doing something, or yep, they're doing something. But no. Yeah, I like think it was, I'm... that was more like uh, just screwing up things <laughs> like for them in, in matches because they're getting distracted. Yeah, yeah, it was. They're kind of feuding like like with uh, Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater. Yeah. And it's like, is is there manipulation going on to try and distract mm. stuff like that? They weren't happy with Sherry keep getting sort of, uh, you know, distracted by it. This kind of Robert mm. Parker thing. And mm. it added, added like, yeah, just another dimension to it. But it I liked it. it. I liked it. Hmm. Like I said, for me, it's like, it, it... Again, watching it, it drew heat for me because I kept thinking, like I said, I thought what I thought Booker T. Mm. But in terms of, you know, Parker being with them, I thought it did add a little something. But like you said, it brought a bit of dissension, uh, dissension between them. Yeah. But, yeah, for what it was, I feel, you know, I feel it was okay. And obviously, I know that, you know, they lost the tag belts back and forth to was it, um, American Mills and everything. But I personally remember... When he lost it to Sting Lugo, and I think was it, well, I think Lugo yeah. was the TV champion, didn't it? Wasn't he like yeah. the champion? That was yeah. just go yeah, like the start of '96. Yeah, because yeah, I remember that, and I didn't I didn't think Sting and Lugo were going to win. It was a bit no. like, oh, because that's what I mean. Was a but then Sting and Lugo had history as yeah. a t- as a team, as a dream team that were friends. You know, like mm-hmm. you're friends. You're like because your examples going back to like Stone Cold Undertaker, they weren't friends, enemies. Oh yeah, Adrian yeah. Stone Cold's not a, someone who gets along with anyone. Sting and Lugo mm-hmm. at this point there was a yeah the dynamic of like. Can Luger be trusted? But at the same time, like him and Sting had been friends for yeah, years. Yes. They teamed up 
for years. They faced each other, but they were also like yeah. friends. So it's like, you know, you are going to be more cohesive and two mega single stars that, you know, gel well together that have in the past had faced the Steiner brothers. You know, like face, mm. face like top, top tag teams, Arn and Tully, stuff like that. So that, that well, yeah, I still didn't think they were going to beat, the, beat them for the belts, but it was, oh, they, because that was that the one where they used um, coins. Yeah, <laughs> that was like Luger's thing, wasn't it? Like he, yeah, <laughs> and Luger was doing that that thing where he's like he's acting all buddy buddy, like all night. Yeah, of but he's trying to but, he's trying to like take it take his face. He's walking in front of him. Yeah, he's a bit jealous. And, like, and when Sting's watching, he's slapping people's hands as he walks away. Yeah. Like, Sting was away. <laughs> like, that was yeah. you, don't <laughs> he's, all, that, he's all like, oh, happy like big happy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap, slap, slap to all the all the fans. Yeah, I like personally, I. I I know people always want to say about Luger. I actually like this period of Luger. I like that. Yeah, it was it was good. It was entertaining. And, <laughs> and but yeah, again, that's like a dream team that that yeah. beat them, and they beat them by cheating. Yeah, that's true. Although Sting weren't aware of the cheat. Yeah. So yeah, it it was uh yeah it was it was lost, and then they had like the so at this point so we were talking like January two thousand six. That's yeah, nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you've got that's that's where I feel like they really WWE really stepped the tag team division up again by oh, bringing gosh. in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then the, the Legion of Doom at that same event, or was it the Nitro before? I think it was before. before. It might be the Nitro before, like the, there was yeah. a there was a clash of champions. Yeah. Where um, the Legion of Doom Road Warriors are making their like return, and mm-hmm. you'll think this is '96. They hadn't wrestled as a team since '92 in the WWF. That's true. So it was a big reunion thing. Yeah, it was a big thing. You thought the Road Warriors might never team up again because mm-hmm. like Hawk had gone on to like team up with Kenzuki Sasaki as the power. That's it. The Power yeah. Warriors. Oh, yep. No, not Power Warrior. He was no, Power Warrior. Yeah. They're Hellraisers. Yeah. Yeah, in Japan, and they, yeah. you know, so that, and then he done single stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's possibly the end of the Road Warriors. And then all of a sudden, boom, '96, they're coming back. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, and then at some point you'd have the Steiners as well. So that that was a big like time for the tag team division because they'd come in, and that's where they were having like Sting and Luger. Oh yeah, Road Warriors like as the as, like Road Warriors want to fight Sting and Luger for the tag belts, and then Harlem Heat sort of get caught up in the in the middle mm. of it because they still yeah they still want their tag team mm. tag team titles. Um, yeah, so then they had they had a match with Sting and Luger. Yep. Uh, and then then it was supposed to be Sting and Luger versus the the Road Warriors. Yep. And like Luger was it Luger wouldn't f- I think it was Luger couldn't um, wouldn't team wouldn't team up. So then Booker T filled in. Yeah, it was good match today. Yeah, good yeah, good match. So that, yeah. And then and you had Stevie Ray come out and whack. Yeah, uh, all, all yeah, the road warrior with the chair. So it's like yeah. they're having their little like their dealings with the road warriors as well. And again, yeah. that's one. Yeah, at that point, that's they was already recognised one of the all time great tag teams. Oh yeah, but that was good for Harlem Heat. To, yeah, to be mixed up with the road warriors, Legion of Doom. See, at the time, again, because I said you watched again. I've seen obviously the road warriors. By the time you would have known them better, you would have known of them more than I would have. Did you think that they kind of had it at the time, or did you think, oh, you know, they, they kind of passed it for you personally? No, I still thought, yeah, it's, I think it didn't start feeling that until the WWF return. I mean, WWF, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that felt like a massive, like I say, like, you know, like when you're really big on your history and stuff like that, oh, yeah. you know, like in these, like these, obviously I'd seen them in the WWF as the Legion yeah, of yeah. Doom, mm-hmm. uh, but you'd also like read about them at this point, like in the, would, would have seen some old like WCW, I remember seeing them in, in the Iron Team tournament at Starcade, mm. stuff like that. So, and I'd read about how dominant they were. You know, they'd oh, say yeah. AWA tag team champions. They'd been the NWA Ooh. tag team champions, big in Japan. Mm. Like they were just this legendary tag team, so dominant. And I'd see them in WWF, like you know, boom. You just, they just had that aura 
Yeah. And obviously they had to, you know, they just fizzled in the WWF yeah. because of the, you know, Hawk going AWOL and Animal's back yeah. injury. And it was like, that's it. Legion of Doom just sort of fizzled, like gone. Didn't even yeah. like, yeah, you know, like SummerSlam 92, they beat Money Inc. We were just yeah. tag team champs and we're about to be tag team champs again. So we're still yeah. right up there, top tag team in WWF and all of a sudden, boom, that's it. So yeah. hearing that they're coming back, it's like, ooh, you know, like the Legion of Doom are coming back, the Road Warriors. And it's like yeah. this great tag team. And they yeah. still had their aura. And then they started to drop, like once they started to lose matches, you know, they're cheating. And then it started to, uh, and then they never won the tag team belts and they just disappeared from WCW. But at that yeah. point, you still felt like, yeah, that's the Legion of Doom. That's the Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. Big, like top tag team. Mm. That yeah, that will carry on dominating. Will probably be the WWE Tag Team Champs. Mm. So yeah, then it still felt like a big deal for them to be mixing up with them. For me, yeah, yeah, as a fan. See, for me, it's a strange one because it kind of gives into your point before about the flip, the flip, the flip flop back and forth of the tag of the tag titles, mm. both WWF and WWE. Because during this period, what Sting, Luger, Booker T, back to the Harlem Heat. Uh, was yeah. it, um, Stinks and the Brothers? I mean, and that, Harlem that, Heat, like, oh. that one where Harlem Heat got it back, that was at this point you started to have the outsiders. Uh, yeah. Scott, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash had shown up, start to disrupt things because they mm. got they got their belts back in in the mix, uh, like a confusion, like in a I never started. I'm not sure if it was three, to, like a triple threat tag team, I think it might have been, or four way because you had Sting mm. and Luger, Steiner Brothers, and Harlem I think Heat. It was triple threat. I think it was triple it was threat triple tag threat, team yeah. match. And then, like, the match is going on, and then you had, like, all of a sudden, like, Hall and Nash coming out through the crowd, and then they yeah. come out, they're banging the baseball bats on the steps, mm. like, and then in the distraction, you got, like, a roll-up. Harlem Heat yeah. got a roll-up, so they re- regained the tag team belts in, the, mm. in amongst, like, the confusion. Yeah. And, and then it's, like, a standoff with WCW, like, guys all, like, def- going to defend the ring against the outsiders and their bats. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, it was a memorable, but it weren't, obviously, weren't, put, like, Harlem Heat got their belts back straight up. It's like, you know, through no. through a disruption. Just managed, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, distraction. Mm. But, you know, then they held on to them for a little while and then they were the ones. So then they would have like the, the now the Steiner brothers were firmly entrenched again in WW and they were, yeah, yeah they were back. So again, that's what I'm saying. Steiner brothers were one of the all-time Oof. greats already at yeah. that point. Like thought of as one of the absolute greats and they came mm. back and they were still like, you know, big deal. They were, um, Yeah. And they they were having good mm. good matches. They still yeah, you know, like you felt like okay, well, you got the Steiner brothers, one of the one of the great tag teams of the past, and they still are. Mm. And they had some, yeah, some memorable matches with Harlem Heat. They had like Road Wild. Oh yeah, and the Biker yeah. Valley. Yeah, I, I like the thing. I, 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 like, I, I, like, I like that preview. I like that one. I used to like that preview. Yeah, yeah, it was different. I mean, yeah, they weren't. I think the problem with that is like because it wasn't a real like wrestling crowd. Uh... And I, and I do I think at that. If I remember that one, there was a little bit of I remember it yeah, being re- sort of reported, yeah, yeah in Power Slams, like yeah. basically like there because <laughs> I didn't see it at the time I was reading, but they were saying, no. yeah, like because it's um yeah, it's very hostile towards them because they were black. Yeah. So they yeah, you know, they're rooting against them, not because they're bad guys, just because they're black. Mm. Yeah, stupid. And like cause that, that was the same one where you had like Hulk Hogan had turned heel, but he was still cheered like mad because he's yeah. Hulk Hogan. Like they yeah. don't yeah, like they don't know they're just revving up their engines. Yeah. But it, yeah, I mean it, it was unique, like saying. Like to mm. see it to see it at a biker rally, an outdoor yeah. event. Yeah, because WW did a, a lot of unique. But then again, uh, was it because Bischoff was a big back again? So he loved yeah, sort of yeah, it was his thing. But like you said, it did stand out like yeah, <laughs> oh, as, yeah, like as something unique. Hog yeah, Wild. I liked it. It was called Hogwild, then they called it Road Wild. Road Wild, yeah. 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 So the original one was like Hogwild, like for, yeah. for the motorbikes. But mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, yeah, they had uh, they had good matches with with the Steiner brothers, and then they come to Halloween Havoc. Yep. In '96, where Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the Outsiders, challenged for the tag team belts. Uh, did you think they were going to win? Yes. Did you think? Oh, you knew. Okay, fair enough. I did. Yeah, I thought this. <laughs> yeah, the NWO was so dominant. Yeah. That I thought, oh, he's like going to lose. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I did think. I did think. <sighs> yeah, possibly that they could win, but I was thinking, nah, I think, I think the Outsiders are going to take the belts. But with your premise of two single guys coming together, would you, like you said, as you said before, because they obviously Kevin Nash and Scott who were friends and everything, and they were yeah. good single guys, I think, it made yeah. sense for them to come together. Exactly, I think that yeah, that doesn't that doesn't slap you in the face, like because again, if they're friends, they're going to be on the same page, mm. and yeah, and they are, yeah, they were crafty guys. Oh, they yeah, were working as a, you know what I mean? It's not just two guys wrestling like singles guys. Mm. They're yeah, they're smart, they're cagey. And you know, and they are a threat. Like two singles guys are a threat. Sting and uh, Stone Cold and Undertaker are a threat as two yeah. singles guys, even if they don't like each other and don't work together. Mm. They're a threat, but you should be able to take advantage of that as a team. There, you can't take advantage of that as a team. <laughs> the only thing you can take advantage of is the fact that you've got more tag team experience than them. True. So they were within a yeah within a chance, but yeah, it did definitely feel like okay, these are, yeah they are two massively successful singles guys. They are mm. really good, and they're yeah they're they're not just a random pairing. Mm. they're two guys that yeah they're part of the nwo they're a unit already and they had teamed up already because they were part of yeah the bash of the beach oh yeah uh yeah and they would have had sting at matches against sting and luger good match and good also match. if you go back to the wwf they teamed up as razor and diesel a few times that's true that's true so it weren't like a completely random like okay first time and they're winning the tag team belts yeah it, yeah and some, sometimes that's the thing every, every tag team that becomes as new has to start off together from the you know like from the start like um yeah, Heart Foundation weren't born together as a team. No, there were two singles guys that came together. You know, like some of the great tag teams did come together, like as two singles guys at first, the Hollywood mm. Blondes. True. Yeah, you know, like team teams like that that would have just been put together. Money Incorporated. Mm. Yep. Quebecers. Yeah, it, it, team, teams that we consider like even Steiner Brothers, even though they are brothers. Like Rick Steiner was a singles guy, and then Scott Steiner. Well, was he part of the Varsity team, innit? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And Scott Steiner, like, yeah, then came up and then they started teaming together. So from that mm. argument, yeah, like, you obviously a, a team has to start somewhere and they're already starting with a big pedigree of, as singles guys mm. and yeah. put them together. You know, like, they, they were a big threat to the tag team belts. And mm. you did feel like, yeah, the NWO was just taking over. Yeah, of so, course, yeah. So I could see, yeah, yeah they're, they're going to get the tag team belts as well. And they did. Well, I was going to say for you, because obviously this was, what, 96? So we're going, like to end of 96, going to 97. Mm. For me, I'll be honest, during this period, the one thing I could, obviously, other than that match, I know people are going to say, oh, it's like stupid, but I remember them facing, um, what was it, the American French Canadians, or was it the Quebecers? Yeah, the amazing French Canadians. Yeah, what did I say? American French. Say. <laughs> no, it's American, <laughs> like yeah, American French, American Canadians. <laughs> what else you want to throw in there? Japanese? <laughs> You know, it's, I got the American, American bells in my head. I got them in my head. So it's like, ah. <laughs> that match for me, I don't know what it was. I just, I liked it. it again, I've seen it obviously quite a few times. But it's like, I don't know, maybe because I was younger there for that. But I just liked the match. Mm. And obviously, I remember hearing about, oh, yeah, the Quebecers in the WBF, they were tag champs and everything. Obviously, I saw the match with, um, what was it, with uh, Bray and Owen and everything. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. And I thought, and, and stupidly, I thought, well, if this team can beat Bray and Owen, well, technically they didn't, but I thought well, if, they, if they can beat them, mm. yeah. But again, back in the day, and even now to, to some to some degree, but obviously a more educated mindset. On paper, if it looks like if, if I see Quebecers beat Brett and Owen, I'm thinking okay, we're gonna beat them. Doesn't matter how they beat them, they beat them. That, yeah. was, that was the old mindset. That, that's why I used to think. 
So I thought, oh yeah, they're definitely gonna you know smash Harlem Heat for sure. But no, nah, personally, I think you know back and forth, back and forth, World War Three, which is a very weird. Personally, I, I always thought World War was a bit of a weird one because wasn't it they had was it like the three rings, the three um, yeah, the Battle Royal, three, yeah. 60, sixty man Battle Royal. Personally, I, I don't know about you, but I always thought it basically was like it was um, the Royal Rumble. It was the, it was yeah, it was kind of their version of it. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, it was it was a spectacle because you got six, Oof. sixty, like sixty yeah. men, you got three rings. Mm. But yeah, I remember watching the like the first one because because at this point, like towards the end of ninety five, I could start watching um, WSW like pay per views and Clash of the mm. Champions uh, on a delay on the yeah. German German channel <laughs> DSF. <laughs> so, like maybe a month after or a few weeks after it happened, yeah. it would come on DSF. So mm. I'd be watching it with German commentary. Mm. But like, see, yeah, so I did see like Halloween Havoc, the pay-per-view, mm. uh, the pay-per-view. World War Three. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, like I remember watching it. And the thing I didn't like about that is the split. I hate split screen. Yeah. I've never liked it, especially when it's free rings. There was free, like, they didn't show it the whole time, but for a long period, like you're watching free small screens, really small. Because you, you got to yeah. fit them all in. It's like, I just, I don't like that. I, I never liked like split screen. Mm. for me that's not yeah like i don't like watching matches on split screen i want to watch the screen kind of thing so until it got down to like the one ring where like yeah most people have been eliminated now they all come into one ring mm. it yeah it was a bit uh, it, not unwatchable but it wasn't wasn't great mm. it was, like i said a spectacle and 60 people and like yeah when you had that entrance where they all come mm. out just one after the other it was a yeah it was a memorable yeah. thing but no it wasn't it wasn't up to par with the royal rumble no, no. It was, yeah, it was there where yeah, it's bigger than the Royal Rumble because it's got more people in it mm. and the free rings, but yeah, it wasn't better than the Royal Rumble. Mm. But it, yeah, it I'll, went for a few years. I'll be honest, like, it's like it's weird because I would say like 97, even though I was watching 97, weirdly enough, a lot of things kind of go over my head because again, like I said, there was so much happening at the time, it was like, yeah, it was hard to kind of like comprehend what's going on. Obviously, I know they want to tag bells back and forth, sort of thing, but also I know. Connor Parker, I know he was gone. I know they had Jacklin that was part of the team for a little while. Yeah, because they fired Sherry. Yeah. Like they'd, they'd fired Sherry because of all the stuff with like Parker. And there was, there was a match with um, Public Enemy. Uh, oh, what, where... the um, Uncensored one? No, nah, I think it might have been on like Nitro. Oh, okay. like that and then like uh, Sherry tried to, she pushed one of them off the, off the turnbuckles and they hit like Stevie Ray or Booker T and, and then... Okay. So they lost the match and then they're having a having a go at her and then she's yeah she's sort of like storms says about you can't fire me <laughs> it's that that old chestnut <laughs> I used to love that one yeah. when you're making like, you can't fire me I quit at least <laughs> at least you got hers in first though yeah but <laughs> so they used to make me laugh that was an old like like Bam Bam Bigelow did it with Ted DiBiase and I think otherwise yeah. do it like you know because Ted DiBiase fired uh, Bam Bam Bigelow after WrestleMania uh, eleven the, when he lost to Lawrence Taylor and he said yeah. about you're fired and then Bam Bam Bigelow grunted. You can't fire me. I quit. It's like you've, you've been fired. <laughs> you've been, been fired. fired. That's it. It's done. <laughs> it's too late. So I think with that one, like they're starting to give like a bit of a saying about yeah, if she don't fix up, like she's going to be gone. And then she's like, you can't fire me because I quit. And then they're but saying, about, is, well, she's, she's like, yeah. From that standpoint, isn't it kind of stupid? Don't you want to kind of get fired from the main point that you can still get money from them? Whereas if you quit, you basically no, but, you know. Yeah, but it's your pride, isn't it? Like, no, you, I know, you, I know, you can't I know, tell I know me that. to go. I'm telling you, I'm going. Like I. Yeah. I'd want to quit before I get fired. That's how they look at it. Not they're not thinking, oh, let me get as much money out of you as possible. It's like, I'm not giving you the satisfaction of firing me. I'm quitting. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm firing you. 
It's like, yeah. but it used to, at least she got it in. At least she did it the right way. Like she got oh, yeah. it. Before, basically, she saw the writing on the wall. Thought, right, yeah. I'm quitting. You can't fire me. I quit. So now nah, you. And it moves out like that. Like, well, all right. Yeah. Well, she's gone. Like, yeah, like we would have fired her. But she, yeah. yeah, that just made me laugh. Like they seem to think that's a good <laughs> way for a baby face. Like, like with Bam Bam. I, mm. I felt, I felt for him. Like cringe. And like DBRC fired him. Told him he's yeah. fired. And he's like, you can't fire me. I quit. He's like, nah. It's too, too late, late mate. You're gone. <laughs> But yeah, so once once Sherry was gone, like they, they, had, they had Jacqueline at one point because she'd been with um, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, during the feud with Benoit, mm. and woman. It was a weird one, and then I don't know what it is. It's like I'm again, I said I remember it, but it's just kind of like just goes off my head. It's like I know mm. Sherry was there, I know Jacqueline was part of their team and everything. I remember they had a tag person and everything, but then all I remember afterwards is like I know they split for a little while. I know they split for a little while. And obviously, Booker had his thing with, you know, he was doing like the IC, the IC, oh, the television, TV time, television yeah. champion. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Yeah. So they didn't really split, good. did they? Just kind of went. No, it was one of the, went their own ways. Went, yeah, went apart for a little bit. Because wasn't this basically, because I remember vaguely seeing about the Slapjack. Like, I remember this when I started to kind of really see Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll go, I know he, used to, he did it during the NWO. Yeah, when he joined well, the NWO, but I don't think he did at that point. He might have still no. been using the slapjack. I don't know. But I, yeah. I, I remember that more like when he was in the NWO, he used to slapjack on people. Oh, no, 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 no. But I remember, like, I remember he used to see it use it once in a while. I remember just kind of mm. seeing it. Like, okay, yeah. Well, during the NWO, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah, they oh. kind of, so they kind of drifted a little bit. Like, and Booker mm. T was, was getting the, the spotlight. Yeah. Um, yeah, winning the TV title and stuff. But mm. then they, yeah, they, they hadn't actually split up, like had a no. split. So they kind of, they still... They still mm. team together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the thing is, I'm, trying to, I'm literally trying to remember people because, again, I, I don't want to be mechanical. The only thing I can remember, so here's what I remember. Okay, I know Booker T and Chris Moore was having a is it best of seven series. I know I remember that stuff. Which was pretty yeah, good. yeah. I know, I think Stevie, I know he interfered in a couple of matches and everything, which obviously Booker T wasn't too happy about. But... If I'm trying to remember, because I, I remember, I remember Steve Ray winning the, the uh, TV title at one point. I think he took it, didn't he? He took yeah. it and said it was like, yeah, he's defending on Booker T's behalf. His behalf, yes, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is stupid, but then if you look at the official record, it does say that Steve Ray was a world TV champ, uh, champion. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it shouldn't do though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to claim. Look that. at this guy. I'm going to claim because <laughs> Tyson Fury's not fighting. <laughs> I'm going to claim when he's about to defend. I'll fight Usyk. Where's Milton? Well, I'll get one. I'll get a replica, and I'll say <laughs> it's like. And and if I claim it, you got to put it in the record books. Well, if it is, it is. Yeah, it actually is. No, it ain't. <laughs> Mine won't be. Yeah, that's true. No, I know, but it, the argument is that it shouldn't be. If you haven't actually won it, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to claim it. You know, I'm gonna say at this point because this would have been what 97, 98. Yeah. For you, obviously, in terms of Harlem Heat, did you think that it was like it was it was kind of good for them? In terms of them kind of not disbanding as such, but kind of like Booker T kind of having his own run and, you know, uh, Steve Ray kind of like doing his own thing. Well, obviously, obviously he came more of the end of the year, I think, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good for Booker T because I liked Booker T and I felt, yeah, you did feel like he, it was it was that thing because during that time, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd look back at, say, um, the Rockers, mm. where Shawn Michaels had come out of like this great tag team. Mm. And, and was one of the top stars, Bret Hart, Hart Foundation. It's like you looked mm. at that as that's not always, but sometimes, like from a great tag team, you get a great singles. Oh, and yeah. it looked like Booker T was going to 
do that. So like come from a, the Harlem Heat, which were like a successful tag team, and now he's going to become a, like a top singles guy. So I thought that's where they were going. Like he's now going to become a top singles guy, and it was yeah, it was good because it always did a lot of the the pit like the on, on WW a lot of people would say that they didn't make stars or they didn't yeah like it was always the old WWF guy comes mm. in so whereas like Booker T was a homegrown star and yeah. he was younger so you know it's like if he'd have got up there which he eventually did years later but yeah it's like it was it was good to see because like Giant was a homegrown star True. and then yeah if they had Booker T as well DDP although he was yeah he wasn't a young guy but he was a homegrown star it was good yeah it was good you wanted to see that you wanted to see fresh you know somebody come in, come up through the ranks mm. and that's why I, I didn't yeah i thought at that point that's where they're going like booker t's going to break away but yeah they, they kind of dabbled for a few years with him sort of harlem heat yeah. not, not harlem heat harlem, yeah and eventually they gave him a proper run as as world champion oh yeah i think as a singles i'll be honest at a singles at this point the only real, because again, even though it's Harlem Heat people, we're just going to gloss over this period mm. about you know the single run. Yeah, we can talk so, about Booker T in another oh, yeah. episode, perhaps. The only real kind of match I could say that I really liked during this one was the one with Brett. Obviously, Brett's my yeah. yeah well, yeah, I did. Brett. I did think I thought I know, and, and people may say it was snobby, but I thought Brett's too big for the TV title. Yeah, it did. It did feel <laughs> like that. I mean, it felt <laughs> like yeah, Brett. Brett should yeah. be above that. He should be in the world title picture. Yeah, even the US didn't feel right. For Brett, like I'll be honest, I kept thinking it's like he's back to IC level, and IC level was good. Don't get wrong, but mm. I thought Brett's been world champion for years. Yeah, I remember when I when I was really into Brett, he was world champion. Mm. He was world champion virtually most of the, well, the majority of the time. So I thought, why is he why is he basically dipping down to like the the, the US? Yeah, I mean the TV really? TV was the lowest belt. Like it was Whoa. still prestigious, but not in that sense. Like look, the TV is the equivalent of the European title. Yeah, that's it what was, it was. Yeah, it was like there was the levels was. TV title, United States title. And like Cruiserweight was separate yeah, because yeah. not everybody could fight for it. So you're like TV yeah. title, United States title, world title. That was like the, the levels. Yeah. TV is bottom, US is middle, world is top. And you have to remember people, during this period, I remember Booker T, not Booker T, uh, Chris Bum obviously was champion, Rick Stein was champion, which obviously Rick Stein was good. This is mm. when he was kind of becoming his own singles guy. Yeah. But I remember for years, he had Disco Inferno. I, again, Disco, mm. big, I'm, I'm a fan of you. By association with, association with Vince Russo, but as a as a wrestler, I was like, oh, oh. I think at that period, before then, obviously you had Arn Anderson, Stone Cold, but that was like ninety nine. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and you say Stone Cold, it was Stunning Steve. Like that was yeah, that was generally yeah, Johnny B. Bad like that. It yeah. was the yeah, and Sting had been TV champion at one point early in his career. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Chris, it's like it was the low, like it was almost like the entry level. Yeah, stars like yeah, and they would move up the ranks, like. I think- uh, yeah, Steve Austin would go on to then be US mm. champion later. Yeah, I think and, I and think Bo- the only Booker T did as well, didn't he? He went on. That's uh, true. Same evolution. Yeah, so he, we went from yeah. being TV. Then he started having like a feud with Scott Steiner over the US. Mm. But I think the only thing was that Booker T didn't win it. So Scott Steiner won the US, and I think Booker T won it. Years he did get later. it. Yeah, I was gonna say he yeah. did have the US belt though, didn't he? Yeah, two thousand one though. Two thousand one. Was it? Well, didn't he yeah, have 2001. it? Two thousand one. Didn't he yeah. have it in the? No. Nah. Oh, no. Nah. I'm sure it's because almost. Basically, it was, it was Scott Steiner and um, Booker T in the finals. Scott yeah. Steiner won. Scott Steiner won, and he had it for a, a while. Yeah. But Booker that's... T had it because Booker T had it 2001. Yeah, I know he, he, won, he like... won it when he was already like world champion. He beats. No, that's before. Oh, after he before. lost the world title, he got the US again, and then he beats yeah. Steiner. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking he'd actually had a proper reign. No, during, no, no, like, during like 99. 
But no, no Scott, yeah. Scott Scott beat him. I remember I think that match. Where, yeah, because like, Scott Sonobeski, he middle fingered the, the, the guy in the crowd. I mean, that was spring, like, they, yeah, spring stampede. Like, he, he, yeah. yeah, he had a match with him. Yeah. yeah. Again, people, this is us, this is us literally just remembering good, good memories. Yeah. But, like I said, during this period, like I said, they they split for a while. You had um, Stevie Ray as part of that that, that stupid C squad NWO with well, Vince. They were the B team, weren't they? And, to like, me, they were yeah, well, it, but it's NWO Hollywood, but it's like, yeah, because for a little while, when he made the Stevie Ray was the leader when Hogan was, yeah, yeah, he was like was the like, leader oh. of the NWO Hollywood. It's like, okay, oh. okay, <laughs> oh, I hate it, I'll be honest, I hate it, I, yeah. And again, nothing against Vincent, but no, nah, I yeah, I think, I think, I think, mean, I think it was a power struggle, <laughs> yeah, it was. Line, between Vincent and Stevie Ray. It was stupid. Oh. I'll never forget it. It was like stupid. I think it was like it was a natural, and I remember it was a um oh what was it? Uh not uncensored. It was uh what was it called again? Thunder. Mm. I remember it was on Thunder. I remember first scene on Thunder, basically where uh Virgil slash Vincent was basically talking about how I'm leader the NW and everything. It's like they had this stupid little match and everything. And I remember not Mike Jones, because Mike Jones is Virgil, sorry. Um who is it again? Scott Norton. Mm. I was Scott Norton was there and everything. And again, I like Scott Norton. Mm. But I thought, Scott, you're too big for this stuff. You're too big for this minor stuff. And then, again, like I said, eventually, uh, Scott Hall... Let's go. Ugh. Stevie Ray. Apologize. Stevie Ray became leader of the NWO Hollywood. I thought, okay, no. <laughs> and then, next thing I know, they, it was, they, they became a tag team again. They won the tag belts, if I remember correctly. Was it 99? Was it 90? Yeah, was it? didn't they have... Um... Yeah, I'm they just like a reunion. Yeah, they had yeah. like a reunion, like a big built up a little bit for them to, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, to reunite. Yeah. Because who did they beat? I think they. I can't remember who they beat now. Because I, I kept thinking they beat Scott Hall and Kevin Ash, but it wasn't them. Uh, oh my gosh! I apologize. You know, what? I have. I have. Ah, uh, was it been a uh, DDP? That's it. Yeah, Triad Squad. Yeah, that's can, it. I, can I can kept thinking you. who did they beat? Yeah, yeah that's it. Sorry, I apologize. Mm. I, Literally, I was about to go and look look to see who it was. I was thinking, who is it? It's like, yeah. Because again, I did like the Tri Squad because again, I, I was a big fan of Bam Bam mm. Bigelow. Love yeah. DDP. Yeah. I admit Canyon, I wasn't I wasn't really a fan of Canyon, I'll be honest. But mm. I thought, well, if he's if DDP likes him, then fine. I'm, I'm cool with him. Yeah. So obviously when you had the reunion, I thought, okay, they're back and everything, but I didn't want DDP's team to lose. Mm. But you know, but uh, as Anton has said many times before. The tag belts at this point was bap, 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 belts. Even though I enjoyed it, from a historical point, it doesn't look good. I admit it doesn't look good from a historical point, but it does sound good. I'm an eight-time, ten-time world champion. Yeah, but how many times did you lose it? Yeah, that was all, that was oh. always the thing that people forget about. Yeah. It. It's always like, yeah, you forget how many times you have to lose <laughs> to get that many. It means you had to lose nine times. It's not like athletics where you know, you, like you know, you say in bolts. That was it, a three, four time Olympic. Yeah, where you win like, it okay, so yeah. many years in a row. Like, okay, yeah. I can, I'll win it again next year. It's like to, yeah, yeah to be like, because <laughs> you could be instead of being a 10, 10 time champion, you could be a one time champion that's held it for ten years. True, it'd be better because it means yeah. no one ever beat you. Whereas in a no. yeah, like in a, in an athletics type, it's some some type of sports, like there's a there's a cup that you win and you got to you know compete for it. You don't lose it. You just no. you got to compete for it again the following year, yeah. and if you win it again, then you can say, oh, "I'm two time winner, I'm three time." But you never mm. had you, you you can't not yeah you, know, you you can't be a multiple time one, even if <laughs> even if you don't lose, you have to yeah you have to keep going for it. Whereas oh, there, yeah. 
you, you know, like, I'll oh, just keep losing it and then I'll get another one and I'll lose it and I'll get another one. It's like, yeah, it's still, it's still something to, to, yeah, some, it is still an achievement, but at the same time, I would always say, like, I'd prefer to be the guy, I'd prefer to be the Bruno San Martino who has a seven year <laughs> reign and no one could beat me. So, so I didn't need us like six or seven reigns during that time because no one could take it off me. You know what? I hear that. I hear that. I think, I think I'm, I'm trying to dispute it, but uh, I don't know. I think at the time, like I said, they were, was it eight times if he was tag team champion? Mm. So my mouth thinking, man, you're eight times. Yeah, it champion. made him sound good. It, it yeah, sound good. But some of their reigns was like so shabby. And yeah, so sure. Thinking. It's like, yeah, there's, there's other teams that just dominate. <laughs> that's why they ain't got like eight yeah. reigns. They didn't need to because they couldn't get, they didn't lose it three or four times extra. You know, I think, you know what it is? It's, it's like what you said. Really, you do prefer the Bruno reign. Mm. It's like seven years, which is good. Again, me, if you give me seven seven year reign as world champion, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, Gable Hitman Myers, you know, two times, well, three times, four time WWF world champion. It's like, hmm, okay. It, 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 it just sounds... Yeah, but that's the thing. If you apply your logic... Like, I used to no, like, I know. I, know. I, I used to like... Yeah, I used to hear that as a, as a young fan watching yeah. WWF and WCW and you'd hear about Harley Race, six-time NWA world champion, Ric Flair, yeah. seven-time. But then I still felt like the fact that Hogan had been WWF champion like at this point when I'm hearing that stuff like three times. Yeah. But look how dominant he's been. Yeah. There's a reason he ain't had to win it like six or seven times. <laughs> you don't lose it that way. He held it for four years. He held it for a year. Mm. you know what I mean like that's that's how I looked at it it's like I still I wouldn't think oh they must be better than Hulk Hogan because of that and I weren't a Hulk no. Hogan fan but no. in terms of recognising him as the dominant star like you know like you look at his reign it's like well mm. it, it ain't about how many t- titles you how many times you won the belt it's yeah. about you know how you because if, if you're watching Ric Flair keep losing it it's like yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's the thing he, he's not that dominant is he you know so I think you know what messed me good. up at this point mm. I think what kind of messed me up and I can honestly say it during this period, I used to watch a lot of boxing with my dad and my uncles and my cousins. Yeah. So again, we were seeing, we were seeing, obviously he had the three belts and everything at the time. So it's like Tyson come back. He won the WBA from, it was, it was uh, not the um, fuck, I can't remember his name now, but he won the WBA world title. Then it's like he beat Bruno. So it's like, what? It's not just one time. It's not just two, like three or four, like three, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah, but even, even then, look at like in the, in the 80s, like he held that title for several years. Oh gosh, like yeah. quite a few years. So he didn't need like three or four. And yeah. most most time boxers didn't have like loads and loads of rack, especially before. Oh no. Like, yeah, once they start adding loads of extra titles, and yeah, you are oh, gonna it's good. It's you're good. gonna start, yeah. you know, adding it. But previously, <laughs> yeah. you know, like George Foreman two times was like so far apart. Ali three times, and that was like an exception. That was a big, that was a big deal when he beat like, Yeah, it's like was it yeah. Pat, Floyd Patterson was the first one to regain it like two yeah. times. So it's yeah. like that what didn't happen very often. Marciano no. had been like champion for years and then never yeah. lost. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, typically, and Joe Lewis held it for years. Then he won it. Eleven years, it. I think it was. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. look at that's why that's why they don't have loads and loads. <laughs> that is because you, yeah, you're just gonna they were dominating until they finally lost, and nine mm. times out of ten they try and get their belt back and they couldn't, but sometimes they did. All right, you sold me. You sold me. <laughs> the Bruno again, people. Again, I'm like I said, I do for someone like me who appreciates history. I do prefer the Bruno Reign, of course. But like I said, I looked at them for well, eight-time World Tag Champions. They must be that. It's still good, yeah. It's still good, but you can have. But in theory, can be better with less. Yeah, in in theory, no. Yeah, in theory, no. Yeah, Mm. of course. But like I said, they won the tag belts and everything. But for me, here's when it started to go a bit like because again, I was a big fan of Armand Johnson, and Mm. like I said, I seen bits of him in in WWF and everything. I was like, this big guy's like, oh, it's Armand Johnson, yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, okay. what, when was this? Was this like end of 99? 
yeah. 2000. So yeah, in the Yeah, so he'd like he'd been gone from WWF for uh, over a year. Like yeah. I think he kind of drifted off the scene in like early '98. Because I remember Kane. Because I remember was, yeah. Kane was beating him. And I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Yeah, kind of like. Yeah, I think he was he was in the Royal Rumble. He was in yeah, like yeah. Uh, he was in the Battle of Attrition, like in February '98. Yeah, but he yeah he kind of like then I don't think he was at WrestleMania 14. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, so he kind of drifted. Yeah, and I remember like him kind of being there, and I was like, oh yeah. So I thought, like, oh yeah, I remember this guy. I was like, damn, I remember thinking that he's bigger than what he was. I was remember, I remember thinking, oof, yeah, he's quite bigger. Yeah, and obviously by then Jack had already gone by then. Who's that? The black woman. Midnight. Is it midnight? Midnight. That's yeah. it. And I was like, who's this big butch woman? And the thing is, actually, was the thing is, I, I, for me, I felt bad for midnight. And you know, I felt bad for midnight, Anton, because mm. Stevie Ray was just being this punk about this punk about her. Like, yeah. to me, what was she? What was she doing wrong? Nothing. Like, what, 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 um, what was the uh, what was the thing that Bishop was saying about um? Who is it? My boy, Jim Bonnet. Mm. He was coming to the office offices. He was, what was he doing? Nothing. He was doing nothing. What was she doing wrong? Nothing. She was trying to learn how to wrestle. I thought, okay, she, was, she wasn't great, but she mm. was trying. She was trying. And the thing is, she's, she's what? At least six one, six two, maybe, uh, maybe six four. Big, strong looking, you know, I won't say deadly, but she, was, she looks like basically, you know, she basically hurt somebody. Mm. And Steve Ray was constantly like ragging on her, ragging on her, ragging on her. Like, why? Why? He's a bad guy. I, I know, but and I figured that <laughs> secretly I did like it. I did like it. Secretly, I thought, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> secretly I'm like, well, oh, it's holiday. Why is this woman here? But I thought, well, okay. And I think at the time, my cousin used to say to me, well, it's become, you know, it, we're moving to the 2000s now. You know, yeah, again, I was, I am about equality. Again, I was a much younger man back then, of course, but I still thought, well, it's Booker T, it's Stevie Ray. Okay, now you've got Armour Johnson there as well. What was he, what was he known as again over there? Big T, big T, yeah, big T, big T, and I thought, well, you know what, fine, okay, I'll, I'll dig it, and like I said, uh, Midnight, Big T, Stevie Ray, and for me, it was a weird one because, like I said, you had Midnight there, but also, I don't know, if, I don't know about you, but would you say Booker T was jealous of Armin Johnson? Oh, Armin, we'll call him Armin Johnson for now, but was he, was he jealous of Armin Johnson or not really? No, not in the storyline. I don't think it was just like. Um... I think how how it was played off, like that he's kind of coming in and taking over, wasn't it? Like there, yeah. Because uh, yeah, because I, I I know like he just showed up. I know he just showed up and everything. Yeah, were they were they ever actually together at the whole time? Like as in like, or did he? Yeah, it was did, a three. He, then, did he then bring in uh, Big T after? No, so after he like yeah, because he wasn't happy with Midnight. Yeah, yeah, he was happy with Midnight, and then Big T came. Mm. And then I think I remember it was on a, a, a Nitro. I think he's like he attacked or something, beat down Midnight or something like that. Mm. And then it was like the beef with yeah, Booker T and I, yeah. Awesome. I think the whole thing was like um, yeah, Booker T was the baby face in, in the scenario. Yeah. It's just like Stephen yeah. Ray's just turned on turned on him, and then he's he's brought in Big T, mm. and then and then they try to they want to take his tea. Yeah. <laughs> Which I never, I never got that. I'm like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just goofy, isn't it? Like, I, I want your tea. So we fight for the right of who gets to be have the tea in their name. And I'll be honest. During this period, Ahmed, uh, yeah, 
Anton, please continue because even me doing it was like I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I want I wanted to like it because yeah. I, I know he has his detractors, but I I yeah. I, I liked Tommy Johnson yeah. in WF, and I felt yeah, like it was it was a shame like how things went for him. Yeah, because I feel like there was definitely potential there, and at certain points he did feel like a big star. Yeah, like yeah, especially in in ninety six mm. before the injury, like the hands of Farouk so yeah and he had sort of like just kept getting stop start stuff he had that injury he came back he was he was gone again because of uh like needed like he joined the nation because he was got he'd come back and he started to to flounder a little bit in terms of like yeah he won't win in that feud against the nation mm. and then he then he like yeah so now he's becoming a bit more beatable and it's like ah this yeah yeah and then he then he turned on the undertaker he joined the nation it's like oh yep. that's that was a big you know Big deal, but then he got injured straight away in his knee. Yep. Off, came back, injured his knee straight away the same night, or mm. one night after. Gone again, came back, cut his hand at one point. Yeah, it was like he was, oh, yeah. he was getting his finger just being injury prone. And yeah, and then he's having that, like, so he got um, beaten up by Kane. It was just like wow. he's, he never, I, I don't that. feel like he ever lost his aura, but he lost some of his aura. Like, he never lost it completely. Oh, he's like, he still had that intensity. You could still, you could oh. still buy him as a. For me? Obviously, Kane was like you know the big you know he's yeah he's I mean it's Kane, not not yeah it's Kane but it's, yeah I still I still thought Ahmed can still put you think Ahmed's like, one no. of the ones that yeah like would would stand up to him and would be able to nope it's Destroyed. like yeah it's like if you get if you get wiped out by him it's like okay well that's yeah that that takes away some of your tough guy yeah. aura yeah but and, still yeah I mean he never he never was like completely dead. diminished in WWF no. like I say last thing I can really remember of him what like in WWF. Last big thing he would have done would have been in the February just before WrestleMania, like the No Way Out pay per view, teaming up with um, Shamrock, I think it was, and the and DOA. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, against yeah. against the Nation. Yeah, and winning, like their team won Battle of Attrition. Yeah. So yeah, he was still prominent. He was still involved. Like yeah, he'd still still there. He just wasn't like the yeah. He, he weren't he weren't as mm. on it, yeah on on that course to being a WWF champion or like winning loads of matches nah. at that point and he yeah and the rep the rap on him was that he's injury prone or reckless mm. so yeah but he'd, he'd had a good like for me he'd had a good run in the wf and then now he's yeah. showing up in wsw he's like oh yeah i liked it I was it's like, ahmed okay. johnson you know like yeah. oh great like yeah i wanted to see ahmed again like i haven't seen him since yeah. early 98 this is now like end of 99 mm. or in, in start of 2000 and i think uh, yeah he, he was a dick when he was when he was in wsw i thought Okay, you got dickish Armour Johnson now. Okay, fine. You got a more kind of like he was like, he was a badass. In but he birth, was but yeah, he was, he, he was way yeah, he was a lot more overweight at this point, and he wasn't be, he wasn't I'll, yeah, it wasn't good stuff. I'll be honest. I even though I was watching at the time, me and Anton basically previously not recently, but we basically watched a mm-hmm. video of Harlem Heat, which made us remember. Because yeah. I kept think I remember kept thinking, oh no, it can't. It, it must have been great. Obviously, I was much younger. Then I was watching, I was like, damn, is that really what it was? At the time? Oh, I, I like, remember it not being, yeah, I remember it not being good, but I didn't remember it vividly. But I watched no. that, yeah, watched that video um, of the hawk. And then it's yeah. like, yeah, you just see him go through, oh, God, like, and obviously that those type of videos really sort of mag- mag- magnify the, the screw-ups yeah. and, the, and the dodgy stuff. So it was, yeah, I mean, it was a bomb. It was a bomb. It was a goofy story about who gets the, the name T. And, the name T. Yeah, so the, the whole thing was like, a yeah, a bit of a shambles. And then it was just kind of like, drop but yeah. yeah i mean the intrigue of seeing armor johnson in wcw and like seeing what yeah can he can he do something hmm. 
but it didn't, yeah, it didn't last. And that was, that was just a, a sad chapter in the history of Harlem Heat. And to be honest, not a bad way, as Harlem Heat, as just, if you want to put just Booker T and Steve Ray, I think that was it. Because after Ahmed Johnson beat him, mm. it was what? It was him, it was Big T, Ahmed Johnson. You had that huge, massive guy. Is it, um, is it Cassius? That big, overweight, literally botched up arm, mm. steroid-looking freak. Uh, remember that one? Yeah. Was it, was it Cassius? Or what, what, I can't remember the name? name, but I know, yeah, I know who you're referring to. But that, to me, that was basically the new Harlem Heat 2000. And that, you know, the original one, that was it. Yeah. Bugatti kind of went off, did his own thing. He changed his name back to GI Bro. Um, what was it? Didn't he train? Is it Generation? <laughs> was it Bill, <laughs> is it Bill, Bill DeMar in it? Yeah. Literally, I keep forgetting Bill DeMar's Generation. I keep forgetting. But yeah. Yeah, Hugh Morris originally. Yeah. yeah and then Hugh, Hugh Morris. Huge erection. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Vince Russo, I like it, but that's what that's a stupid. That was a stupid name, stupid storyline. And this is me saying it, Vince, not Anton. This is me saying it. But again, like I said, the the Harlem Heat, like I said, that you know what we know was done. And really, again, yeah. again, we, we can talk about you know um, the team of uh, Harlem Heat two thousand, but really, that's not the Harlem Heat that we know. You understand? No, that's not the Harlem Heat we, we know. And no. for me personally. I wish they went out better than that, if that makes sense, as a team, in WCW. Yeah. Because I think what what made it kind of good for me, because again, I was watching it more regularly at this point anyway. Well, before at this point anyway. Um, the f- first time really after that was when Booker T won the world title. And then he came out with his wife. I think it was Stevie Ray was in the ring with him. I thought, oh, yes. Oh, yes, I'm me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never really came back. No. Nah. Stevie Ray was on. Stevie Ray was on the um, was it the announcement was a uh, the announcer. Yeah. Uh, sorry, commentary. Sorry, commentary. But obviously, like he would kind of you know big up Booker T and everything like that. And I think didn't he defend him as well in a match? Yeah, um, with Goldberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Like when Gosh. yeah, he had something to do with, like Goldberg beat him up. Yeah. In defense, yeah, when Booker was WWE World Champ. And it's like Stevie, mate. It's like for a badass like you, Goldberg smashed you, smashed you up, me. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, just. Little things like that. If I remember the time as well, didn't he have like a um? Was it like a retirement match or something? Like basically, if he loses, basically, he, was that the Booker T match? No, was that the Goldberg match? I'm thinking of that. If he lost, then that was it. His career was done. I don't, or I don't was remember. It... I can't remember how Stevie Ray again. If anything, it might yeah. be Scott Steiner. It might be Scott. It might be against Scott Steiner. Mm. I remember he had a match, and I was like, well, if they lost, then that was it. Mm. That was him. Him done basically as um a wrestler. Yeah, I think it might be Scott Steiner, but um, yeah. Like I said, uh, Booker T won the World Tower and everything. And for me, yes, we don't want to go too much into Booker T and too much into to, to Steve Ray, but as a team, what were they? Was it 10 time? Well, so, uh, yeah, 10 time. 10 time World Tower. Did it end at 10? <laughs> yeah. I know, because I. Say, Anton, 10 time World Tower. 10 times, mate. Well, I know you've only won. Didn't they win another tag team title first? Uh, Booker T's promotion, like he school. Reality uh, of wrestling. I, you know what? I forgot. I, as, I, I as, as a one, so you can add that one to there. To okay, there. so eleven then. Eleven. That, that would have been like yeah, like in. <laughs> sure. 2015. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's, yeah, it's like when. Yeah. So yeah, so they they added that to <laughs> to to the legacy, but yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> and I and, they, and they went into the Hall of Fame as a as yeah. a tag team. Mm. Which which was yeah, it was nice because I think that's the thing. Like it's. There was a time where they were estranged, weren't they? Yeah. 
So oh. I think it was from 2005, I think it was. Mm. Four or five. For, yeah. for about nearly 10 years. Yeah, so it's good that they, yeah, they, they, yeah, they put that behind them. They're close again, and yeah, and they and they got went into the Hall of Fame as a team, like as a unit. And so they had that, they had that um, sort of one last match mm. as a team, like on the on the independence. You know, I want to say actually because I know the the heart of the Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat really is a team of legit two brothers coming together, mm. really. Living the dream, living the dream, and then a bad way. They made a boatload. Like Steve Ray still, still says to this day, like you know, was it from '99 to 2002? Mm. He was he was because of his brother Booker T. He was making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and he he was at the time really he shouldn't have been. Mm. <laughs> Even like you you was a promoter and you'd be like no nah, no way, but really it's a it's a it's a story of two brothers legitimately coming from the hood. Booker T's mom dying when she was. You know, when Booty was, um, sorry, their mom basically died when they were very young. Stevie Ray basically having to give up really his life to look after, you know, Booker T and his siblings and everything. Booker T going out, doing his crime, becoming a father, I think it was like 17 or 18 years old. So, mm. say 15, say 16, 17 years old, going to jail and everything. But you know what? Turn their life around. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like, I don't know if you're going to say, oh, why am I mentioning it for? It's a redemption story mm. that just because you do something wrong doesn't mean that your life's done. Yes, you could say, well, it's, it's just them. But there's many stories, there's many people out there who have succeeded after doing something wrong and going to jail. There's ways around it. You can succeed if you want to. Yes, it's determination. Yes, it's about putting hard work. But sometimes, and I hate this word, this word luck, because I don't like the word luck. It is fortune. It is Sometimes it is about fortune. It is about being in the right place at the right time. Mm. I, I know Anton obviously will, 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 will agree with me from that point, but most times, the ones who succeed, yes, it is about, okay, luck, if you want to put it that way, or, you know, being the right place at the right time, but it's the work ethic. Those most, people who are the most successful, usually, it's the work, work ethic. And Booker T and Steve Ray, they had the work ethic. You can say what they want. You can say, oh, you know, they are badasses, they, you know, they were this, they were that, but they showed up to work. They showed up to work. And Anton? Yeah. I never, I never, I never heard of them being bad and everything. They used to show up to work. They did what they was told and everything. Obviously, they're smart with their money. They're multi-millionaires now. Booker T has his, his school. He's got properties all over America. Same thing like uh, Steve Ray. He's got his um, his construction companies in Texas. He's got construction companies in um, New York. Financially, they're good. Booker T, I think, is a, you know, a grandfather now. Same thing as in Steve Ray as well. Not a bad way. Yes, I wouldn't say that you know they're stone cold, they're rocking and everything. But for the careers they had and everything, why wouldn't you want that? You're successful. Mm. From a health point of view, you're fairly good. You know, Health-wise, they're fairly good at the moment. Financially, they they they're sorted. They have families around them and everything. Why why would you hate anything less? Mm. I don't know. To yeah. me, I look at it. I'm like, you know what? Yes, they've had ups and downs and everything, but they have a good life. They have a successful career. You can't ask more. Yeah, yeah, and I think they are one of the, like in, from a wrestling perspective, they're one of the one of the last great tag teams. I think like where like where you could yeah they where they they sort of had an a, a, there was an era of like real. Obviously, yeah, in later years they did you had the Dudleys, the Hardys, yeah, you know, like at the same time, but for for the not they were kind of like the I'd probably say they were one of the like the main tag teams of the nineties. Sort they of stalwart tag teams because yeah. yeah, and it was one of the last sort of like really strong Yeah. Where tag team wrestling, yeah, you know, like like I say the Mental. teams that were yeah, the teams that were there and they they mixed out with some of the like the, the established great tag teams from the eighties, nineties. Mm. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's. I, I think they they 
they do deserve recognition because they did hold it together there, like in a time, like a consistent. At that point, like teams weren't lasting for very long. Not typically, like yeah, we talk about the Quebecers, Money Incorporated, mm-hmm. teams that we we liked a lot, but they were only like maybe a two or three year run. Mm-hmm. They had yeah, they had a strong yeah from like obviously ninety three weren't a great year for them, but like mm-hmm. we said, pretty much ninety three right up until ninety seven, just consistent every year, and then even mm-hmm. years after that they were dabbling. Mm-hmm in and out of the tag team ranks. So they were, yeah, they were a very solid, solid tag team. Very mm. strong. Oh yeah. I w- like if I'm compiling my top 10 tag teams all the time, I'm not sure where I'd put Harlem Heat or if they get in the top 10. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know either. But honest. I do think, yeah, like I do think they were a very, yeah, a very good tag team mm. of the era. Yeah. Sure. And they, yeah, and they do, they do, they do deserve some, some recognition because it wouldn't, like you say, it wouldn't have been easy back then. No. Um, you know, especially like like for the barriers that they had to overcome, mm. you know, like early 90s, mid 90s. Mm. And as you say, and on a personal level, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to be said for what they achieved. And and sort of, yeah, the, the story is, is a good one. It's a nice, endearing one. I think the one thing that I've always said about, you know, with me, Anton, and you, you know, I love wrestling. I've always loved wrestling. But also, I like to see success after wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's it's all good being successful when you're wrestling. I think, but what's life? What's like like afterwards? Mm. Do you have you know? Do you have your family again? Some people get divorced and marry. Some people, you know what I mean, some people lose all. But you know, thank God, they what they must be what in their sixties now at least mm. late fifties, well, sixties now. Yeah, I'd probably say late fifties. Well, well, Steve Ray must be in his sixties now for sure. Must be 61, mm. 62 right now. But thank God, you know, grace of God, they're still alive today. As like I said, we just last saw Booker T was it this year? Yeah, this year Hall of uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, see, so yeah, I mean, he's done a few, he's done a few now. That's the thing. So yeah. it's like, which one, which one was it? But yeah, he did come out this year. And officially, he retired. Officially, yeah, he retired. Yeah. And I think was it? Um, you got Stevie Ray's podcast. You got Booker T's podcast as well. Man, these guys are doing good, man. Pick up to them. Mm. Booker T, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> 